0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What do you do when exhaustion and depression stop you in your tracks? After her own experience, Pastor Juanita Rasmus learned how to be with God and herself all over again. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What do you do when exhaustion and depression stop you in your tracks? After her own experience, Pastor Juanita Rasmus learned how to be with God and herself all over again. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get
1: in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press.
0: Your word is truth, your word is life.
1: A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson.
0: And Echemini Owen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold
1: wonderful things in Your Word. Old Testament reading, Deuteronomy chapter one, verse twenty-six through chapter two. Disobedience at Kadesh Barnea. You were not willing to go up, however, but instead rebelled against the Lord your God. You complained among yourselves privately and said. Because the Lord hates us, he brought us from Egypt to deliver us over to the Amorites so they could destroy us. What is going to happen to us? Our brothers have drained away our courage by describing people who are more numerous and taller than we are, and great cities whose defense appears to be as high as heaven itself. Moreover, they said they saw the Anakites there. So I responded to you, do not be terrified of them. The Lord your God is about to go ahead of you. He will fight for you just as you saw him do in Egypt and in the wilderness, where you saw him carrying you along like a man carries his son. This he did everywhere you went until you came to this very place. However, through all of this, you did not have confidence in the Lord your God. Who will go before you on the way to find places for you to camp, appearing in a fire at night and in a cloud by day to show you the way you ought to go? Judgment at Kadesh Barnea. When the Lord heard you, he became angry and made this vow. Not a single person of this evil generation will see the good land that I promised to give your ancestors. The exception is Caleb, son of Jephunneh. He will see it and I will give him and his descendants the territory on which he has walked, because he has wholeheartedly followed me. As for me, the Lord was also angry with me on your account. He said, You also will not be able to go there. However, Joshua, son of Nun, your assistant, will go. Encourage him, because he will enable Israel to inherit the land. Also, your infants, who you thought would die on the way, and your children, Who as yet do not know good from bad will go there. I will give them the land and they will possess it. But as for you, turn back and head to the wilderness by the way to the Red Sea. Unsuccessful conquest of Canaan. Then you responded to me and admitted, we have sinned against the Lord. We will now go up and fight as the Lord our God has told us to do. So you each put on your battle gear and prepare to go up to the hill country. But the Lord told me, Tell them this, Do not go up and fight, because I will not be with you, and you will be defeated by your enemies. I spoke to you, but you did not listen. Instead, you rebelled against the Lord and recklessly went up to the hill country. The Amorite inhabitants of that area confronted you and chased you like a swarm of bees, striking you down from Seir as far as Hormah. Then you came back and wept before the Lord, but he paid no attention to you whatsoever. Therefore, you remained at Kadesh for a long time, indeed, for the full time. Chapter 2 The Journey from Kadesh Barnea to Moab Then we turned and set out towards the wilderness on the way to the Red Sea, just as the Lord told me to do. Detouring around Mount Seir for a long time. At this point, the Lord said to me, You have circled around this mountain long enough, now turn north. Instruct these people as follows You are about to cross the border of your relatives, the descendants of Esau, who inhabit Seir. They will be afraid of you, so watch yourselves carefully. Do not be hostile towards them, because I'm not giving you any of their land not even a footprint. For I have given Mount Seir as an inheritance for Esau. You may purchase food to eat and water to drink from them. All along the way, I, the Lord your God, have blessed your every effort. I have been attentive to your travels through this great wilderness. These 40 years I have been with you. You have lacked nothing. So we turned away from our relatives, the descendants of Esau, the inhabitants of Seir, turning from the route of the Rift Valley, which comes up from Elat, and Ezion gibir and traveling the way of the wilderness of Moab. Then the Lord said to me, Do not harass Moab and provoke them to war, for I will not give you any of their land as your territory. This is because I have given Ar to the descendants of Lot as their possession. The Emites used to live there, a people as powerful, numerous, and tall as the Anakites. These people, as well as the Anakites, are also considered Rephites. The Moabites call them Emites. Previously, the Horites lived in Seir, but the descendants of Esau dispossessed and destroyed them and settled in their place, just as Israel did to the land it came to possess, the land the Lord gave them. Now, get up and cross the Wadi Zered. So we did so. Now the length of time it took for us to go from Kadesh, Barnea, to the crossing of Wadi Zered, was 38 years. Time for all the military men of the generation to die, just as the Lord had vowed to them. Indeed, it was the very hand of the Lord that eliminated them from within the camp, until they were all gone. Instructions Concerning Ammon So it was that, after all the military men had been eliminated from the community, the Lord said to me, Today you're going to cross the border of Moab, that is, of Ar. But when you come close to the Ammonites, do not harass or provoke them, because I'm not giving you any of the Ammonites' land as your possession. I have already given it to Lot's descendants as their possession. That also is considered to be the land of the Rephites. The Rephites lived there originally. The Ammonites call them Zamzamites. They are a people as powerful, numerous, and tall as the Anakites. But the Lord destroyed the Rephites in advance of the Ammonites, so they dispossessed them and settled down in their place. This is exactly what he did for the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir, when he destroyed the Horites, before them so they could dispossess them and settle in their area to this very day. As for the Avites, who lived in the settlements as far west as Gaza, Captorites who came from Crete, destroyed them, and settled down in their place. Get up. Make your way across Wadi Arnon. Look, I have already delivered over to you Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon and his land. Go ahead, take it. Engage him in war. This very day I will begin to fill all the people of the earth with dread and to terrify them when they hear about you. They will shiver and shake in anticipation of your approach. The Defeat of Sihon, King of Heshbon Then I sent messengers from the Kittiamoth wilderness to King Sihon of Heshbon with an offer of peace. Let me pass through your land. I will keep strictly to the roadway. I will not turn aside to the right or the left. Sell me food for cash so that I can eat and sell me water to drink. Just allow me to go through on foot just as the descendants of Esau who live at Seir and the Moabites who live in Ar did for me, until I cross the Jordan to the land the Lord our God is giving us. But King Sihon of Heshbon was unwilling to allow us to pass near him, because the Lord our God had made him obstinate and stubborn, so that he might deliver him over to you this very day. The Lord said to me, Look, I have already begun to give over Sihon and his land to you. Start right now to take his land as your possession. When Sihon and all his troops emerged to encounter us in battle at Jahaz, the Lord our God delivered him over to us, and we struck him down, along with his sons and everyone else. At that time, we seized all his cities and put every one of them under divine judgment, including even the women and children. We left no survivors. We kept only the livestock and plunder from the cities for ourselves, from Aror, which is at the edge of the Wadi Arnon, it is the city in the Wadi, all the way to Gilead. There was not a town able to resist us. The Lord our God gave them all to us. However, you did not approach the land of the Ammonites, the Wadi Jabbok, the cities of the hill country, or any place else forbidden by the Lord our God. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verses 12 through 22, an exhortation to love both God and people. Now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you except to revere him, to obey all his commandments, to love him, to serve him with all your mind and being, and to keep the Lord's commandments and statutes that I am giving you today for your own good? The heavens, indeed, the highest heavens, belong to the Lord your God as does the earth and everything in it. However, only to your ancestors did he show his loving favor, and he chose you, their descendants, from all peoples, as is apparent today. Therefore, cleanse your hearts and stop being so stubborn. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, mighty, and awesome God, who is unbiased and takes no bribe, who justly treats the orphan and widow and who loves resident foreigners, giving them food and clothing. So you must love the resident foreigner because you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. Revere the Lord your God, serve him, be loyal to him, and take oaths only in his name. He is the one you should praise. He is your God, the one who has done these great and awesome things for you that you have seen. When your ancestors went down to Egypt, they numbered only seventy, but now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars of the sky. Your word is true. New Testament Reading Romans chapter 2, verse 17 through chapter 3, verse 8 The Condemnation of the Jew. But if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast of your relationship to God and know his will and approve the superior things because you receive instruction from the law, and if you are convinced that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, as an educator of the senseless, a teacher of little children, because you have in the law the essential features of knowledge and of the truth, therefore, You who teach someone else, do you not teach yourself? You who preach against stealing, do you steal? You who tell others not to commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law dishonor God by transgressing the law. For just as it is written, the name of God is being blasphemed among the Gentiles, because of you. For circumcision has its value if you practice the law, but if you break the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. Therefore, if the uncircumcised man obeys the righteous requirements of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? And the physically uncircumcised man, by keeping the law, will judge you to be the transgressor of the law even though you have the letter and circumcision. For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision something that is outward in the flesh. But someone is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is of the heart by the spirit and not by the letter. This person's praise is not from people, but from God. Chapter 3 Therefore, what advantage does the Jew have, or what is the value of circumcision? Actually, there are many advantages. First of all, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What then? If some were unfaithful, their unfaithfulness will not nullify God's faithfulness, will it? Absolutely not. Let God be proven true, and every human being shown up as a liar just as it is written, so that you will be justified in your words and will prevail when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God, what shall we say? The God who inflicts wrath is not unrighteous, is he? I'm speaking in human terms. Absolutely not. For otherwise, how could God judge the world? For if by my lie the truth of God enhances his glory, why am I still actually being judged as a sinner? And why not say, let us do evil so that good may come of it, as some who slander us allege that we say, their condemnation is deserved. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and righteous God, we thank you for meeting us today by the power of your word through your spirit. We thank you that you speak to us through your word. You edify us, you encourage us, you correct us, and you guide us. And so thank you for the gift of your word, O God. Lord God, we are mindful today of these specific instructions found in the Old Testament passages about the taking of lands and the possession of lands, O oh God. And we we lament the ways in which throughout history there have been people who have taken your name in vain and sought to take land, possession, and people unto themselves, breaking your command that they not use your name in vain on the agenda of their own greed. And, O oh God, this has been a story that has been a part of human, human history for generations and generations. And so when we see text in, in the scripture that talks about the taking of land and the dispossession of others and the many, many, many lives lost, we reflect on the near history of such things being done in your name that are apart from your word and apart from your commands, O oh God. So it causes us to take pause. And we ask you, O oh Lord, to search us right now for the ways in which we take your name in vain. That we take your name and attach it to our agendas of possession and colonization, of control, of domination, O God. Rebuke us, correct us, make repair, O Lord. And help us to see, even in these very difficult passages, O God, where your character, where your grace, and where your promises are at work. We acknowledge that we don't always see it easily. We acknowledge that it doesn't become apparent to us, that we wrestle with it. So, would you make it clear to our hearts and our minds, O oh Lord? We thank you, O oh God, that you have given us your word and your law. We thank you for this reminder that, that we indeed are saved by grace through faith, and yet we must never use that as an excuse to indulge in sin, to hold on to sin, to mock sin, to laugh at sin, to, to be identified by our sin, O oh God. Forgive us. Your grace is sufficient. And no, we indeed live by the power of your grace, but that does not put us in a position to mock your law or to take your commandments for granted. Your word gives us this sobering reminder that to do such is an indictment on whether or not we really are truly in you to begin with. So would you help us to continue to hate sin, most specifically our own sin? (laughs) Would you help us, O oh God, to not get comfortable with it? Would you help us, O oh God, to tell the truth about our besetting sins and our, the sins that we think we're entitled to, O oh God? You know all about it. But would you give us more of your spirit that we might make confession, submit ourselves to you, humble ourselves before you, and watch as you continue to deliver your people from sins that abound around us and systemic sins and injustice, but sins that are within us, O oh God? set the captives free as only you can, our God, the great liberator. We thank you for your word, and we look to you in the power of the Spirit for its full interpretation and application in our lives. It is in Christ's name that we pray, amen and amen. Juanita
0: Rasmus experienced what she called the crash and what her counselor labeled a major depressive episode. This landed Juanita a busy pastor, mother, and community leader in bed. When everything in her life finally came to a stop, she found that she had to learn to be with herself and with God all over again. If you are longing for a trustworthy companion through dark days, this book is for you. Each chapter includes life-giving spiritual practices to help you discover your own new ways of being. Get your copy of Learning to Be at IVPress.com and as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the Promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at IVPress.com. Juanita Rasmus experienced what she called the crash and what her counselor labeled a major depressive episode. This landed Juanita a busy pastor, mother, and community leader in bed. When everything in her life finally came to a stop, she found that she had to learn to be with herself and with God all over again. If you are longing for a trustworthy companion through dark days, this book is for you. Each chapter includes life-giving spiritual practices to help you discover your own new ways of being. Get your copy of Learning to Be at IVPress.com and as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code the word that's promo code t h e w o r d at ivpress.com we pray this time of getting the word with truth's table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of god's word but doers
1: share your reflections on these scriptures with us on twitter and instagram using the hashtag get in the word and hashtag truth's table saints whatever is honorable